Welcome to the Transatlantic Theater Podcast. I'm your host, Marcos, joined by my co-host. Hi, I'm Oscar Reese Freeman. All right. Now that we got uh, formalities out of the way. Uh, yeah. How's... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to like come out with something, some strange question for me where you'd be like... You know, how do you how do you feel about this thing? And I'd be like, Yeah, oh, how do you how do you feel about the uh, how do you feel about the Russian Ukraine conflict? <laughs> well, we've already talked about that, haven't we? Uh, yeah, it was like a while ago. Yeah, though. yeah when um, it's all started. I, I think it's uh, fascinating updates. how much um, people have just kind of stopped caring. It feels, dude. Like. I was about to say that. I think it's fascinating yeah. how quickly it has fallen out of the public eye. Yeah, like <laughs> insane. You when the fucking so. We talked about the Oscars thing last week, um, yeah. and we're not going to talk about it again. I just want to mention this real quick. It, when the yeah. Oscar things happen, it in completely overshadowed literally millions of, or, you know, yeah. people dying overseas, you know, like yeah. people were more concerned with Chris Rock and Will Smith than like people who are yeah. in the middle of a conflict that's really fucked up. Um, yeah, no, that, that, there was a few I think it was tweets that I'd seen. It was like reposted from somewhere. I, I, mm -hmm. uh, like I don't fucking go on Twitter. Yeah. Um, but it was like somebody like who just kept tweeting like every other day or like a couple times a day. Stuff like the craziest thing about the slap at the Oscars is that Russia is still committing war crimes against Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. And, or like or like things like the craziest thing about the slap that happened at the Oscars is that the cost of living in the UK has risen to a point where most people are going to fall into abject poverty. It's like. <laughs> Like things like that, where basically yeah. it's there's a lot more things you should be fucking caring about, right? Yeah, which no. is you know uh, kind of rich from the two guys who last week s t spoke a lot about the, uh, the the Oscars and Will Smith. Yeah, but, but we're a movie podcast, so I mean, we're <laughs> yeah. kind of allowed to do that. <laughs> I guess we get the pass. Yeah, yeah, we're not a we're not a world fucking news history podcast. Like we're here for people to to usually just come and listen to something else if they don't yeah. want to We're deal here with for escapism. Yeah, so yeah. on top of that, let's start talking about Ukraine and Russia. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to bring it up real quick just because like it has fallen out of the public eye. I don't want people yeah. to think we it's fallen out of our eyes as well. Yeah, yeah we definitely. We it's, definitely uh, it's pretty fucked. Right. That's all I'm saying. Like I haven't looked up any most recent stuff, but I swear every time I look up because I. I have to go out of my way to figure out information about this. That's how fucking, yeah. that's how far out it's fallen. Um, well, the newest thing is, um, that I, I'm aware of is, uh, good old BJ went to uh, BJ? Ukraine, uh, Boris Johnson. Oh, I thought she, that was like, yeah. uh, uh, something else, but all right. No, uh, <laughs> Boris Johnson went to the U Ukraine yeah. and was like, oh, good. I'm sure. That's a great like. I just don't. He's just shit. So I just, the idea of him doing anything, I'm just kind of like, send somebody else. Just send send somebody you can afford a haircut. Well, you can afford a haircut. You just don't choose not to get one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. So so uh, Boris Johnson in Ukraine is crazy. Uh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mostly in the sense that I genuinely never would have thought that he would have gone to an active war zone. Yeah, I and, thought that was kind of nuts too, because Biden didn't even go to the go to Ukraine. No, the, the like uh, Slo the leader of Slovakia, Poland, a few other Eastern European countries, they've mm. all gone. So yeah. it's like Boris Johnson going, but it's like, yeah, it, it, it feels <laughs> from Boris Johnson, mm. most people have come to the conclusion that a lot of the cons money that fuels the conservative party comes from Russians. Yeah. Um, it feels a little bit more staged than anything else. Mm hmm. 
like no no look i'm 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 with ukraine yeah everything's fine it's like this is fine though like does the money uh, come from those russian oligarchs that we're talking about yeah i think well i think it's russian yeah russian oligarchs. it's not like he it's not like as far as i'm aware putin is specifically being like here's some money have good time yes yeah 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 <laughs> um but yeah uh so the the Boris Johnson in Ukraine thing is is a little bit rough. Um, yeah, there's the, the uh, apparently footage and bunch of evidence mounting that Russia is committing war crimes. Mm-hmm. Um, then there is the technical evidence. If we if we want to be completely fair, uh, the evidence has come out that uh, Ukrainian soldiers have committed uh, technically. I guess it'd be considered a war crime. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they killed Russian soldiers who had surrendered. Uh, oh, really? Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. That is a war crime. Yeah. Yeah. That's not. But, uh, but you know, the, the Ukrainian government had kind of come out and just said, like, whoops. Listen, like, <laughs> not whoops. I'm but kidding. Like, yeah. Like they were. We did not tell them to do this. Mm-hmm. But we like, in a sense, we understand why they did. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I I totally like, get it, but that's yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> to sit there and and watch as your home country's being destroyed, they're annihilating everything. Yeah, by these people, it's like you know the the amount the amount of anger that's probably running through these people. Mm-hmm. It's it doesn't uh, it doesn't excuse what they did, yeah. but at the same time, like I feel you like it. it's not yeah, it's not the same as what seems like decisions being made by the kremlin yeah to make these to to commit war crimes yeah yeah i mean it, it almost There's feels like the difference between that yeah it almost feels like they're doing fucking scorched earth over there the way that they're just like blowing yeah. shit up like everything <laughs> it's it's just demolishing so much shit you know? and that's the thing i think i said before uh i might have <clears> said it to you before of like there's that part where you think t- i think to myself like what's the end game mm-hmm. because if 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 the goal is to own Ukraine, like what what do you expect you're going to own if you keep doing this? Yeah, it's going to be like nothing. They're going to have yeah. nothing left to to, the, to own. Fucking barely barely will be people. Like, yeah, yeah it, it's it just seems rough. It's it's nuts. You know, I did a little bit of research on those Russian oligarchs because I was kind of curious, like what the fuck mm-hmm. they are. Yeah. And, what what the hell is the deal with them and it's it's kind of crazy so after the fall of the uh the soviet union they yeah. needed to figure out how to set up like you know a, a, a uh like an economy right yeah um so they they had to sell off a bunch of um a bunch of their state owned factories and shit like that but in yeah. order to avoid foreign interest in buying into all of it, they needed to sell it extremely cheap to Russian interest. But at the time, there was very, very little people who had any money at all whatsoever in Russia yeah. to pay for anything like that and to actually start businesses and do anything like that. So it ended up becoming this extremely corrupt situation where a lot of politicians and extremely wealthy people um started buying up literally all the industry and that's how they became super rich because they started owning all the mining and all the natural resourcing, uh, like basically half the natural resources of the country to like a very, very small amount of people. So there's like shit tons of corruption 
in the Russian government and uh, between the oligarchs and all that shit. It's it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Basically, they just fast tracked to the end of capitalism. They pretty much did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fast tracked to the end of capitalism from you know what they were trying to do before that with their whole yeah. you know false fake communism thing. Well, it was <clears throat> it was socialism with totalitarian dictatorship. Yeah, all it was. <clears throat> yeah. So it went from that to just straight the end of capitalism. Uh, which is like the absolute worst part uh, yeah. where the fucking difference between, you know, the what, what is it like the, the the wage, not the wage gap. What is it called? The the wealth gap or some shit like that the, is. Yeah. Extremely wealth, wealth massive. Yeah. Is yeah. extremely massive. Yeah. Um, and it's insane. But yeah, I was just kind of curious, like, OK, what's up with these oligarchs? Why? Why are people so concerned about them? Uh yeah, so I was just kind of curious, but yeah, it's it's fucking crazy how that happened, right? Yeah, it's yeah the the fall of the USSR was just not like it was pretty rough. Like, yeah, seriously, it definitely created a massive power vacuum, and that's where like and then on top of that created corruption at the top, but also corruption at the bottom, mm. and that's where you have like so many people who in Russia do, from my understanding, like do respect Putin. Just because when Putin took uh, like took power, he he quote unquote cleaned up the streets, and by clean up the streets, I mean he basically just told the the gangsters and the thugs on the streets to put on suits and uh, you know do it as a company as opposed to uh, on the street. Mm-hmm. Basically, all he did. But because there was a bit more order and people were not terrified to leave their house every day and things like that, people liked him because he made their he made the the common person's day to day a little bit easier to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't the fucking chaotic nightmare that it was um, after the fall. Which you know, uh, and then people unfortunately then blamed on Boris Yeltsin. Not that he was a perfect leader, but mm. you know he just inherited essentially a, a completely broken, fail state of a country. Yeah, um, which is also crazy to think about that uh, since the fall of the Soviet Union, basically Russia's had two presidents. Basically, that one yeah. president they had when Putin became prime minister was basically some guy that he said, "Could you hold this for me while I like you know figure out how to get the term limit." broken so that i can come back mm-hmm. yeah dude it's it's nuts you want to hear something crazy like yeah and i couldn't believe this is real uh so the the president uh i think it was mikhail gorbachev mm-hmm. uh during the fall of the soviet union yeah he did a pizza hut commercial i feel like i've seen this it's insane like the dude who is the leader of the second let's see did like the most capitalistic er thing. It's so fucking insane. The first thing that comes up when I type in Gorbachev is pizza, pizza. commercial. <laughs> Dude, it's insane. I have seen there's there was an interview that I watched with uh, I think it was Gorbachev, um, uh, like uh, from like only a couple years ago. It was mm-hmm. really it was a fascinating interview. Mm-hmm. Ah, look, it's uh, here as well. It's a BBC interview. Yeah, uh, with uh, Mikhail Gorbachev. Yeah. Uh, with BBC News, I'll send it to you. It's, it is fascinating to watch mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and see, like, 
him old as fuck and his perspective on it and stuff like that. Yeah. Of the current situation and him kind of dancing around basically being like, Putin's basically just another Soviet premier, but it's fine. <laughs> but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, because if he opened up his mouth, bad shit would probably happen. <laughs> hmm. eh. Yeah, probably. Probably. It's hard to say. Well, shit, man. From what I've heard, bad shit's going down. Not, not to say that yeah. he has a secret police, but he probably fucking does. Like, I wouldn't oh, yeah. have a, a doubt in my mind if that he did. It's nuts. I mean, I mean, he's, he's already, like, pretty clearly poisoned people and killed oh, people. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's insane. That's not a question. <laughs> it's fucking insane, dude. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, my God. What? I'm watching it right now. <laughs> the Pizza Hut commercial? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking insane, dude. Um, so you guys might be wondering why we're starting off with uh, Russia Oh, oh my this. god, hold on. Oh, oh this is hilarious. It is, dude, it is. They're literally talking they're this is a commercial where Pizza Hut is saying, "Thank God for Gorbachev because now we have the economic opportunities of capitalism." And then the other guy who's old who clearly lived through the Soviet Union is like, "No, everything's in chaos. Everything's terrible because you don't have any stable form of government." He's like, "Here, and have a like, slice no, of pizza. We have, we have hope." And he's like, and he's literally saying, we have no, we have political instability. Oh, my God. And, she, and then the old lady says, now, no, now we have things like Pizza Hut. And then he goes, oh, you're right. And now they're saying all hail Gorbachev. What the what fuck? What the fuck is this? I think it was still president during that time. I don't think so. Uh, let's see. Let me look this up Because this quick. would have to have been. So the. If, if Pizza Hut was in Russia and they had a commercial for it and the way they're speaking about like uh like uh that Russia's in chaos meaning this is probably 1991 1992 uh it I'd was say. it was it was a little bit more after that actually i think the commercial oh, really? said it was 1997 okay so more or less uh, uh was the fall of the soviet union 91 or 91 it was 91 i'm looking okay. at it now yeah uh, so yeah, six years after the fall of the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, pretty that's, much. That's when this was. Yeah, so he was definitely no no longer. But that's yeah. so fucking weird. That's it's a weird commercial, man. This is uh, the, weird the top comment man. on the video is, "This is the Soviet Union post credit scene." <laughs> the post credit scene is a fucking Pizza Hut <laughs> commercial. Oh, oh my god, Christ. that's hilarious. <clears throat> Imagine going. Somebody said, "Imagine taking this video back to 1957 and spoiling how the Cold War ends." Spoiling it, like, oh, dude, why'd you give me those spoilers? <laughs> oh man, oh, <laughs> damn it! That's fucking. But no, this is that was that's almost a horrifying commercial. If I'm being honest with you, it, it kind of is like the all hell commercial. It's it's horrifying not because anyone thinks this, mm-hmm. but because Pizza Hut decided to take the political turmoil of russia and literally capitalize on it not only that but economic too because like they probably paid nothing for that and they probably made oh, a yeah. lot they probably made a lot of money off i'd of say it. probably the most most of that commercial cost was how much they gave gorbachev yeah probably probably that's insane dude yeah. this is craziness but <sighs> yeah so uh <sighs> speaking of uh russia uh, this this week we watched a uh, Russian film, a film in Russian at least. We did. It, it is a. It was a. Speaking of, it was a Soviet film. Oh, so it was a Soviet. Well, yeah, it was 1970s. Yeah. So definitely be. Yeah, 1972. Soviet. 
Yeah, it's it. So I'm just gonna start at the gate. Uh, well, it, hold on, let me let me give the context because okay, I yeah, feel context. like give me give me context. Uh, so this is probably one of the few films, from my understanding, one of the few films that was made by the Soviet Union that was um, like a big hit outside of it. Um, like it, it it was probably one of the few Soviet films that uh, did really well in the states, um, did really well in Europe. Um, and, and that kind of fame that not probably a lot of films from that country were able to get. Mm. Um, so because of that, uh, I've always wanted to see it because of that kind of status that it held. And we watched it. And uh, by the sounds of the brief messages that Marcos and I sent to each other before – pardon me, I just burped <laughs> – before the podcast, uh, I think we both have a very similar opinion of the film, which yeah. is – if you want to say. <laughs> so I'll just start off with, uh, it felt like they watched 2001 A Space Odyssey and wanted to try to do something like that. So it, you know what's really funny? What? Is one of the uh, like trivia things on IMDb about the film mm-hmm. is, it's quite common to hear that this movie is compared to 2001 A Space Odyssey. However, Tarkovsky has stated that before making the film, he had never even seen the uh, 2001. After watching the movie, he did say that it was quite sterile and he didn't like it. <laughs> he thought his was better. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, because I disagree entirely. I, I love 2001 A Space Odyssey compared to yeah. this. Um 2001 A Space Odyssey is a good example of nothing happening, and I'm very excited <coughs> to watch it. Oh, dude, it's a great example of nothing happening, yeah. Like, uh, whereas this is an example of nothing happening. I feel like – I feel really bad because, like, I feel like last week's film, I was, like, I was bored. Yeah. And then this one, I'm, like, I was kind of bored the whole time. And, like, there was, like, a brief probably 20-minute period of this film where I was actually really engrossed in what was happening. And then it and then it just, just lost me again. And yeah, it was just boring. It leaned into that a little too hard, I think, because if, <clears throat> if it's what I'm thinking of. Um, it got interesting, you know, probably after we kind of figured out and realized who the hell the girl was, kind of. And then it just kind of fell too hard into that romance story they were trying to go with. And, um, yeah, just I didn't care about it. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah it felt like all the themes that it was it wanted to touch mm-hmm. it just like it grazed them and that was about it yeah yeah and it tried to uh it tried to get real deep yeah like especially well no the, i feel like it didn't get like okay yeah no no there, no, there was a scene in the yeah. library where they're discussing philosophy and i was kind of like ooh, you know what i was really hoping would happen is something and right now all you're doing is discussing philosophy well yeah they were just they kept mentioning like you know they kept referencing uh, famous writers and shit. And it's like, yeah. okay, just because you can mention famous writers and reference them doesn't make you fucking deep, bro. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it felt like that. Yeah. Like they talked about who did, uh, Tolstoy, I think they've mentioned, as well as uh, a Faust even, you know? Like it's just like, mm-hmm. okay, all right, we get it. You're deep. Yeah. <laughs> they did mention Faust a few times and it was like, yeah. Uh, which, yeah. I I, it, I think my biggest problem is just let's be honest. My biggest problem with the movie is the first forty five minutes. Dude, uh, I was like basically asleep during that fucking first forty five minutes. I was like, fuck me. I was like, like shit, what's happening? <laughs> none of that added anything. 
It just and even if I rewatched it and it, I found out that it did add things. Like it's still boring as fuck. Like, oh, it's uh, there's super no boring. reason we needed to watch 30 minutes of this interview with this guy from like 20 years ago. Mm. Um, but confusing because it feels like he never really stated that beforehand. So it was more like me. I, maybe maybe I just missed it. But like when they're watching the movie, I was like, is that the guy who's it? Are, are they watching the news or they're not watching the news? Like, did how long ago did this happen? Like what's mm. happening? Like, yeah. And then I was like, is that the same guy? It looks like the same guy. They have the same voice, but mm. I, I, I don't know. And it was just, yeah, it was, it was just kind of. All over the place. Yeah. And then <clears throat> he finally gets to the space station, mm-hmm. and I did not like the space station at all. I didn't even, like, how the hell is that even a space station? It's just like, it's on the planet, isn't it? No, it was, it was supposed to be above the planet. Well, they Hold seemed it. very fucking close since they could look out the window and they could just see the ocean. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> they didn't even use any equipment to scan the planet. They just looked out the window. They're like, look, there's islands now. Right. Yeah. They're like, there's islands. Isn't it crazy? What what you did somehow, I don't know how you did it, but you did it. We did the thing that we said we were going to do somehow without your permission. And we did it. Yeah. And well, now there's looks, islands. <laughs> what 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 the islands are from the what I inferred from the ending is that it's it's literally creating pockets of his memories. Yeah, that does kind of seem like the way it was going, wasn't it? Um, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's not really that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like, who cares? It, it, yeah. It was just not... Yeah, th- th- like, I don't want to watch a movie where somebody goes to space and wears a fucking leather jacket the whole time. Like, <laughs> what? You I don't want to watch, like, Star Trek? William Shatner yeah, era? Like, yeah, but no, William Shatner just took his shirt off. Like, he wore the yellow shirt and then took it off. Like, <laughs> I that, thought he that, also wore a leather jacket occasionally. Did he? I, I thought know, he I did. I don't know. I might be wrong. But anyway, yeah. I mean, I've watched a decent amount of ne- of uh, OG Star Trek. Yeah. Not, not a large amount because it's hard to get through, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But Star Trek. Uh, I, I thought he did, but I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm most uh, likely Kirk wrong. Leather jackets. Let's see. Uh, there is only images from the newest Star Trek. Oh, okay. Leather jackets. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, no, he just kind of. And it's funny that one scientist, uh, I forget his name. Um, but the guy who is actually the fucking like the scientist dude, the lab rat yeah. kind of dude. He was. Um, he was like, yeah, all you do is fucking loaf around and do nothing. <laughs> like, what the yeah. fuck are you here for? <laughs> You're just falling in love with your own fucking, with the alien fucking ocean that is. Yeah, because it was, it was super weird because, like, he was supposed to be sent there to, like, investigate. Yeah, but yeah. But he just basically. showed up and then figured it out what was going on and stayed. Like, I was like, is he going to send a report back? Is he going to call somebody? Like, is he going to, like, they just sent him and went, when you get back, let us know. Yeah, well, he talked about doing a report, but for some reason, I think the other guy, I think, like, what was his name? Like, Stout? Not Stout. It was like... Oh, Snout? Snout? Something like that. Yeah, he had a weird he had a weird name. But he was like um, a German name. Yeah, and he was the guy who had been there for a really long-ass time. <laughs> yeah. In fact, I think one of the videos he watched was actually of a younger version of him um, talking about it. But, uh, yeah, it's like, yeah, I think he said something like, oh, yeah, you don't have to worry about sending that right now or some shit like that. And then he never sent back a report. So, yeah, 
just kind of stayed there forever. And it was snout, yeah, yeah. Snout, snout, yeah, yeah. It was a fucking uh, weird, weird shit. I remember when, because like when I started, yeah, and the, the like the library, like it's like they they walked in there. And I was like, oh, come on, at least try and make it look like a fucking space station, guys. Like this just looks like some rich dickhead's library like what's happening wait is that like the same room where they celebrated snout's uh birthday yeah yeah where they celebrated snout's birthday that was supposed to be to the the space station's library hold on i'm sorry my cats are beating each other up and they're oh, on top okay. of my wife while they're doing it it's really funny oh, okay. <laughs> hold on <coughs> okay they stopped uh, cool yeah um but yeah, that that just looks like a regular fucking rich dude's like office area. Yeah, and like, what's up with all the weird? Who brings paintings onto a, a space station? Or candles? Candles? Candles on a space station? There's supposed to be lights, aren't there? That's like, if there wasn't electricity, I'm pretty sure people would be dying. Yeah, and then like the there was those com- like command consoles. I don't know what else to call them. Oh, like in the, the in the in the hallway, hallway but they're all yeah. on a slant. Yeah. Oh, those ones. The ones by yeah. the windows you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Okay, because there was, was like, the hallway s- that has the rooms, and then there's the hallway yeah. with the windows, yeah. The hallway that has the rooms, that was the most space station-y looking thing. Like, that, was, if the whole yeah. movie was set, like, dressed like that, I'd have been like, perfect, this looks like a space station. Right. But it was just every other room outside of there mm-hmm. looked like, just like some dude's house. Yeah. I think if you want to watch an old space movie that makes you think about shit, Go watch 2001 Space Odyssey. It's so much better. Yeah. And that shit I mean, looks I mean, like a space station. It looks like a legit space station. To the point where he does, uh, there's the, the, not to just start talking about that, but yeah. there's the shot, famous shot in 2001 a Space Odyssey where a guy's doing laps around the space station. Oh, that's a and great And so they scene. had to build a circular space station that they could rotate mm-hmm. because obviously gravity would be the same for him at all points because the artificial grav. Yeah. So he'd like that. Yeah. It, and that, that's like, Oh, that's cool. That's neat. Yeah. Plus that was he's dressed like a fucking astronaut in space. Yeah. He's not wearing a leather this guy jacket. <laughs> who's in a leather jacket the whole time, mm. it, except for the scene where he's in his underwear and also his leather jacket. Is he wearing a shirt? No, he's just wearing his underwear and a leather jacket. Oh, are you talking about when the girl like tries to kill herself with liquid oxygen? Yeah. That was a weird fucking scene. I was like, okay, so she's killing herself because she's so human? And no, she's she was killing herself because she realized she was not and would never be human. Oh, not and would never be fucking, uh, what was what was the girl's name? I just uh, watched Harry. the movie. Harry. No, no, no. It was, it was. It was Harry. It, it wasn't Harry. It was. Um, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's Harry. It's Harry? I thought it was like Haru yeah. or something like that, like from well, B-Stars. <laughs> like Hottie or something like that. Oh, like Hottie. Hottie. Yeah, Hottie, Hottie sounds a lot better. It's yeah. just it's just Harry, but with a Russian accent. That just It sounds way more <laughs> better that way. Because <laughs> you're just like, Harry, I'm like, what? <laughs> That's not what I recall. <laughs> yeah. Your name was like Hottie or something yeah, like that. Like yeah, it was like Hottie, yeah. I would just be like, it's Harry. Cool. Hari. Yeah, it was Hari. Yeah. Fucking weird name. Um... And was she like some manifestation of his mother? Because like they said it was his ex-wife. He said it was his wife. But yet yeah, it felt like more like his mom. I don't know. I felt like the dude had mommy issues. Yeah, I didn't really get what was going on with the mom thing. Yeah, I guess um, she left or something. She might have died or she left because uh, every time we saw his dad, uh, it was just by himself. 
like uh, yeah. at the end when he's on that <clears throat> island and it, it's he's down there and he sees his I think it's his dad or something. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. But the island was just the planet, so like yeah. But you don't think it was him actually down there because I think it was. No, I know. I, I think the planet was now being made from his memories and his thoughts. Yeah, but I, the planet never produced another him. So that's why I think it, he probably chose to stay on the planet on those islands. Yeah, that's what I mean. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. But it like his original that like his father from the beginning of the movie that wasn't. Oh like, yeah, they, no, that wasn't that movie. wasn't his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, my point was that his dad is alone, so like the mom must be out of the picture or some shit like that. Yeah. Like yeah. somehow, whether she died or she left. I have a feeling like she <laughs> left because the way that she looked at him in his weird little dream flashback memory thing when he was yeah. having that fever dream. Um, yeah. Which, just, you know, they never felt the need to explain what he really got sick from. I think he was getting sick because they were performing the experiment where they had to blast him with radiation or some shit. Yeah. And shoot a beam into the ocean. And that is what communicated yeah. to the planet. Also, that that annoyed me where I was like, you know, because again, like I was saying, I was I was kind of hoping for thing anything to happen. Yeah. So you know, we get to he wakes up from the dream and he's like, oh, where's where's my wife? And they're like, oh, she chose to die. And I was like, that would have been fucking interesting to see. Can we? Why didn't I see that? Why did yeah. I watch him have a boring ass fever dream and not watch her go up to you guys and go, hey, this is gonna sound crazy, but I think. I, I, it's best I just get blasted with radiation and die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That would have been cool to watch. I wanted to see that. I wanted to see a, a character who we've watched. That was, so this is the kind of thing of like what I feel like they briefly touched but never actually went further into hmm. is this being that's come to life from this memories, these memories from this guy hmm. and realizing that she's like not actually that person and that. She doesn't know what she is. She's like, you know, trying to figure out, am I my own person? Am I just her mm. and should be her? Like just struggling with that. Yeah. So when we don't get to see her have agency and actually choose her own fate and instead it's an off screen thing that happens, it just feels like they didn't actually know how to go through that kind of concept. Yeah, that know. would have been a lot nicer to actually see her come full circle with her character development because she did yeah. have that term. We watched her have her turmoil, but we never yeah. watched her uh, finally conquer it. It just kind of yeah. happened off screen, which kind of sucks. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I wonder if they show it in the remake because they did a remake of this film. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah. that when I was looking up the film afterward and I was like, oh no, it's a remake with George Clooney. Oh, with George Clooney? However, it, yeah, it's with George Clooney. Wow, that kind of fits, even though. better, it's only like an hour and a half long. So Whoa. maybe you should have watched that instead. It's only an hour and a half? That's literally half the length. Yeah, I know. It's got to be so different then. Like, because pacing, pacing alone has to be dramatically different. But Quicker. like you said, there's a lot of, there, there's a lot of like, you know, just fucking slow scenes. Fucking slow. You said you could skip the first yeah. 45 and like... Dude, I did not know it was going to be that long. I fucking <laughs> did not. Because I got. I usually get up with two hours to spare so I could fucking uh, yeah. start watching it. But I look it up and I'm like, oh, fuck. This is two hours and 45 minutes? Holy shit. To be honest, I felt like it went by kind of quickly. And the movie? Yeah. Yeah. I, I honestly felt like the two hours I, and 45 I, minutes went by kind of quickly for me. 
I'd say the first hour took forever for me. Yeah, no, the beginning is definitely very, very slow. When I actually started paying attention is when the girl appeared and then he launched her off in a rocket. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely like a fucking weird scene. Right. And then and he's on fire too. To, like he yeah. on fire because he couldn't get out of the room fast enough. Yeah, I couldn't get out of the room fast enough, and then I was. But then I'm sitting there going, "So shouldn't he be like being sucked into space, like something, or you know, if anything, if if you're not gonna have him get sucked into space, the room would like completely drop in temperature." Yeah, at the very least, but to, that didn't to make any like sense. Zero degrees, uh huh, or sub zero, really. Yeah, it was funny. She's like, "Oh, aren't you gonna get in here with me?" And he's just like, "Yeah, nah, I, I have to." <laughs> no, he said, "I have to close the hatch behind you, so yeah. you go in first, and then." Then he just closes her ass in there and launches her into space. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty funny. Yeah, it was. It was fucking weird. But then, like, it, yeah. I did. I kind of didn't expect her to, like, come back to life when she drank the liquid oxygen. I expected her to come back, but not, like, suddenly come back to life. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, she died, and then he's like, oh, that sucks. And then, oh, like, and she would, like, reappear. One day later, she'd just, like, be back in his room. And she'd be like, hey, how you doing? And he's like, oh, what, what, how did, what, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, I would have liked to have seen, because it wasn't just him. He wasn't the only one seeing or having their visitors, as they called it. Uh, the other two guys in the station did as well. And yeah. I think the only, like, hint that we saw at an interaction between them and and their visitors was when um when uh snout uh like ran out of his room saying like don't touch me or something like that fucking weird and he ran around the the space station a little bit and then came back um that was the only time we saw some of the other guys having interactions with their visitors but we never got to see who they were we never got to see any of that dynamic or anything like that you know yeah it was yeah, they, 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 I thought that was pretty weird when they kind of mentioned, like, right when he gets there. Mm. And they were like, um, oh, hey, uh, make sure you just, like, you know, if you see something, like, just don't, don't think about it. It's fine. But then, like, the second he saw something, they were like, so uh, you've realized that there's, uh, weird people at the station. And there, it was like, they went from being, like, super secretive, just being like, tell me, I'll tell you everything. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it was it was strange. Um, weird introduction of them, and then yeah, if the dude knew who these people were, why wouldn't he tell them? Oh well, I mean, he did say he's like, oh, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. You had to just experience it yourself. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, like that would have made sense if he was just like wasn't so fidgety. I think mm-hmm. at the beginning, mm-hmm. I would have maybe believed that a little bit more, but instead it just felt like confusing and not good. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, this movie was too long, too slow. Yeah, and uh, I would the, say the, the movie was. It definitely had pacing problems. Yeah. The length. Just get rid of that first forty-five, man. Like, I mean, they got to explain why the hell they go there. They got to set it up a little bit. I feel like they could have easily set that up without having 45 minutes of him in an interview where he's like, Oh, I saw a bunch of stuff and it was crazy. And he describes it for like 10 minutes. And then they watch, we watch a full like fucking five minutes of nothing happening in his like footage. And then, uh, afterward they're like, 
yeah, that was nothing. And I'm like, yeah, it was nothing. Thanks for showing me. Uh, (laughs) I would have liked, um, I would have liked context clues, like, uh, uh, a really good way that I think is a good way to introduce going to a, a space station um, yeah. without knowing what the fuck is happening is you, you remember that game, um, the fucking Dead Space? Yeah. How you just kind of go to this spaceship and you don't know what has happened there yet, but you kind of figure yeah. it all out through the context clues and, and the logs. I feel mm-hmm. like if they just kind of did that where, uh, you know, Obviously, the main character would know why he's going there. But for the viewer, we would find out through whatever logs he just read or watched or whatever communication he would have back on Earth and would be like, oh, so that's why he's here. I feel like that would have kept us a bit more interested rather than the 45 minutes of boring shit and him like staring at a fucking lake for like 20 minutes or whatever the fuck that shit was. And just like it starts raining and he's just like, oh, just chill. Right. It was fucking weird. It's like this means nothing. It's not artistic. It's just stupid. I kind of got it. Like I like. But this is, again, like kind of this idea that they didn't touch on of loneliness, what knowing that he was about to go to a space station. Yeah, I, I watched that scene and I definitely took it as uh, he was like wanting to experience as much of Earth as he could before he was about to leave. Yeah, so I didn't get that vibe. I got much more loneliness. Um, I mean, it could have been a it. bit of both, I think. Yeah. yeah loneliness mixed with uh, rain. Oh, rain. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. That could be that could be true. But uh I just it was boring. <laughs> it was boring. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was, you know, that was that fucking movie. We didn't talk much about the story, I guess. I mean No, I mean there's not I could tell you the story in like two fucking seconds because right, not much happened. Let's go do it. Well, I can maybe for the audience. Seconds. Uh Guy goes to space, sees his dead wife. It's not she's not real. <laughs> the, end. <laughs> the end. He stays. <laughs> He's well, he thinks he leaves, but he actually stays. I don't think he thinks he leaves. I think he chose to stay. Uh yeah, I don't I feel like I don't know. Yeah. I think because all of his shit was was like very deliberate. He never gave us the um the impression that he was being uh well, I guess I guess you could kind of consider manipulation her appearing as his wife but like mm-hmm. i don't know he he wanted to stay he he gave that that impression of me it was just like yeah let's just fucking stay <laughs> because i am sad and lonely and i have mommy issues <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the mommy issues bit like i get that it kind of is there but i feel like nothing really like it's another it's like something that's just there and you could go like, oh, look, there's something there. But it doesn't actually feel like it's an actual theme that's being explored. No, nah, it didn't need to be there. You could have removed it entirely and it probably wouldn't have changed anything about like the main point of the story, you mm-hmm. know, which was like, I don't know, weird because like let's talk about the message that they were trying to convey at the end there. Was it okay. like fucking because they, they, they had a lot of talks about like mortality and, you know, shit like along that line, because um, they were talking like, oh, yeah, you know, you have all these questions, but those are something that someone should ask at the end of their life and not, you know, when they're young or whatever, you know, like yeah. questions about, you know, fucking what was he asking? again? I can't remember. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Get me the edge of my seat. Let's go. <clears throat> oh, shit, dude. I can't remember what the fuck the questions were that he was asking, but it was, it was some shit like, oh, will I see her again? I don't know. You know, would, if I stay, will she reappear or some shit like that? And it's like, oh, these are just yeah. questions you should ask later, you know, at the end of your life or whatever. But there was the whole, you know, oh, these people are immortal, but the longer they hang out with you, the more human they become and the more, like, they can basically die the longer they stay with you. You know, they're um, eventually they will become mortal and die. And I don't know. There was like this whole there was this whole theme of death and and life and all that shit that they were kind of playing around with the whole movie. Um, yeah. And I was like, I don't, I don't know, man. This it's kind of muddied. Um, and then the fact that they brought it up again at the end of the movie, making like almost telling us like, Hey, this is an, an important message we wanted to keep telling you throughout the movie. Didn't feel that big of a deal or important to the story. <laughs> yeah. yeah it was I fucking... just, yeah. Again, it's just a lot of things in the film that felt like they didn't actually properly go through it. Mm -hmm. Like they didn't actually pro properly touch on it the way that is fulfilling and makes me go like, Oh, the movie wrestled with this idea and said it was like, there was the idea was there in the film mm -hmm. and then never really properly explored. Yeah. It was but funny. Then the movie could say, no, we did it. It's fine. Felt like the only guy who was fucking woke in that film was the scientist dude. Cause he was like, um, you know, cause first of all, he said, yeah, all you do is fucking loaf around and then he was saying, you're over there trying to turn this into a fucking romance novel. And I'm here over just trying to make this into a science thing. You know, it was kind of like, oh, how funny. Because it's both. Well, apparently, <laughs> oh, uh, I don't know if you mentioned, but like uh, apparently the. Um, so this is based on a book. Oh, is it? Uh, <clears throat> and the author of the book said he hated the movie because he said he took his uh, story about like weird science fiction stuff mm -hmm. and made it uh, like a like a weird uh what's the what's the term he there's a quote here that says it mm -hmm. hold on one second uh da -da -da -da, somewhere on, somewhere on here all right god damn it now you got me at the edge of my seat i know <laughs> i want to know the fucking quote oh fuck or at least the gist of it yeah well oh there it is uh uh so it's stanislaw Stanislaw Lem mm -hmm. uh, was scathing of the adaptation of his novel and complained that he did not uh, write it about people's erotic problems in space. <laughs> That's funny, <laughs> but that definitely that is what it feels like. Yeah, I mean, I I would agree that or I would disagree in the sense that it didn't feel like it was people's erotic problems in space. I feel like there's there's definitely you need to touch on the fact that. You know, he's going to wrestle through some stuff. The fact that his wife is back, his wife, you know, in, in like, quote unquote, left him yeah. in the uh, very extreme sense mm -hmm. of the word. Well, I think um, he said erotic purely because of the way that the female was being portrayed. It was very, um, uh, you could tell like she was obviously kind of being sexualized in the film because, you know, it's yeah. a movie like they. They did that. Yeah. And it's, it's similar to like my arc or what we, what you agreed with mm. for my complaint of, um, it would have been far more interesting to watch instead of watching his fever dream, I would have preferred to watch her come to like the realization of like, or like the, not the realization, but like the 
acceptance of what she is, mm. the, you know, deciding for herself she that, you know, she wants to, uh, like, not torture him anymore because she's not going to, and, like, something like this and that mm. and the other. So instead of being a full and complete character, she was literally just, like, something he wanted to have. Yeah. And then didn't have. And so he cried to daddy instead. Mm. You know what I thought was the weirdest uh like choice decision in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um so like the whole movie, she's she's dressed pretty uh I would say pretty conservatively. Um, you know, like I mean she she does kind of go in her uh like her her undergarments for like maybe one or two scenes. But then the yeah. scene where she's like convulsing after taking her own life, for some reason she just has no bra on and she's completely wet shirt. Yeah, and it it's was, like that's a poor choice. <laughs> it, I'd say it wasn't a poor choice, but like nowhere else. The in thing the movie that was, was a poor choice wearing undergarments, though. The the the, the part was a, that was a poor choice was, uh, like her convulsing as much as she did. Oh yeah, it was it was excessive. like I'd say like having her like basically in a shirt, mm-hmm. you know, like and and yeah, you can like it's pretty see through. Yeah, I feel like that's just. People dressed like a normal fucking person. But when she's then like literally basically like puffing her chest out to like tighten up the shirt and she just keeps doing it. Well, in the and whole then I swear movie, to God yeah. that at the point where it was like zooming in on her face afterward. Oh, it, it went right like to the, the cameraman. Yeah, it did. Yeah. The cameraman was like going toward the boobs and then was like, oh, shit, fuck. <laughs> like had to like redirect the camera because well, he realized to, he was yeah. going the wrong direction. They had to keep it in the shot. So they did. Yeah. That was important to them. They had to keep it in the shot. And like I said, the whole movie, she always had a bra on and all that stuff. Like she always had her undergarments on, even underneath, you know, certain uh, shirts and stuff. So like. I I would just say in general, the costume design in this film was pretty fucking terrible. Oh, it was like either they just got done having sex and then she decided to kill her kill herself after that because the dude was just in his underwear and the leather jacket yeah. that was that same scene <laughs> so it was a very sexualized scene because like yeah they were even making the dude sexual by having him in nothing but a leather jacket and underwear you know yeah and it was like why are you walking around a space station dressed like this man like it's a it's, fucking space nothing about this movie made me feel like it was a science fiction film no nothing about it it felt more like uh it's just i don't know i could see it as like a dystopian future film where it's like oh yeah this uh you go here and you know all your dreams come true and it just turns yeah. out to be a nightmare um because your dreams start to realize that they're dreams you know what i mean uh however the, the one thing that i that would say is science fictiony about this but we would not consider it science fictiony because mm. it's interesting because this is one of the facts and it, it did point something out that i never even thought about what um which is at the time that this was filmed uh, the idea that like we would have very well, like g- very good quality record video recordings of trivial things like a meeting. Oh yeah, and it wouldn't just be transcribed. Mm-hmm. Is something that we would nowadays be like. Of course, everyone has a phone with the with a camera, or like there's just going to be cameras filming things. So it's yeah. better than than just like somebody's uh, like stenographing the the event. Mm-hmm. And then the idea that they would just have. Like a flat screen TV in their house that they could play that on. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, 
like I said, though, uh, I know the guy says he hasn't seen 2001 A Space Odyssey, but yeah. that kind of stuff has, has been said in science fiction novels since, like, you know, yeah. Isaac Asimov, you know? like. But fucking, I'd say in, like, in, in 2001, it feels still like it's sci-fi, whereas mm-hmm. it felt like everyday objects in this one. So in a weird way, accomplished what sci-fi should do, which is all of these things are normal for everyone in the situation. But they did it so well. Mm-hmm. that we forgot that it's because it's also they just happened to have what was sci-fi for them ended up being normal for us. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was cool. Yeah. I thought that, like, that, that's a thing that I didn't notice, not because the film did it wrong, but because in a sense the film did it right and also we accidentally got that technology as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it, it's a... You're right. I didn't didn't realize that. I didn't think of that as being some type of uh, science science fiction thing. But yeah, yeah, for for people to be like, wow, they have a whole recording of a meeting or uh, of a video. They they had a vlog, and they can <laughs> and they can watch it. Yeah. Somebody's like, what's a vlog? You're like, well, it's like a video and a blog. And they're like, what's a blog? And it's like, well, in the future, people will think their opinions are really important. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, And there'll be something called the World Wide Web. mm -hmm. Yeah, www. Isn't that insane? That's what it's called. Oh, my God. Is that what it means? Interconnection of all computers across the fucking world. It's insane. Uh, But, yeah. So, uh, shall we give our ratings? Sure. Well, after after you. Oh, me first. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think I went first last time. So. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. yeah. Um. This one uh, to to kind of, I guess, uh, cop out with a, a similar kind of answer to last week. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with six out of ten. Whereas uh, this one's a it's a it's a. I don't know. Like, I actually kind of feel like it's maybe a five. Dude, I was going to say, I'm going five. Like, this thing yeah. did not. Yeah. Like, it is just, uh, I'm never going to watch this again. <laughs> I'm never going to suggest to anyone because I would rather just suggest yeah, 2001. I, I, um, I don't think I'd ever suggest this, like, which is strange because it's such a renowned film. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it kind of, and that's the only reason why you would suggest it. But that's kind of a yeah. shit reason to suggest a movie. <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I well apparently like Tarkovsky didn't enjoy this film as well. Like he thought um it wasn't that great. Wait, the guy who made it? Yeah. Or he didn't he thought that it wasn't his best work. Oh, okay. Uh, whereas this was like his most famous film. Damn. Um, but like you know, on IMDb it's got like an eight out of ten. It's got a meta rating score of ninety out of a hundred. Jesus Christ! That's. I feel like I'm missing something here. <laughs> maybe, maybe we are. I don't know. It could be the fact that it's like one of those things where um, people rate it higher because of its, uh, you know, significance. Yeah, yeah but like, it also like didn't it win the Palm Door or no? It was nominated no, for the Palm Door. I don't think door. it did. Want, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think it did. I don't remember it being on that list from what I was. Yeah, no, it, it was nominated for the Palm Door. It like it it garnered a lot of respect outside of the Soviet Union at the time. So that's why it's just like it's odd because yeah. See, that's another f- thing that the time and and where it takes place is 
it's crazy to see something like this from there. <laughs> yeah, I thought there was probably I I mean, I guess you you know wouldn't be so straightforward, but I kind of expected a little bit of like uh propaganda political commentary. Right? There was like none. Yeah. It was surprising. It was surprising, I'd say, um, that it felt very like it didn't mention politics at all or anything like that. I mean, they talked they talked philosophy and you know yeah. ideology, but not uh, not not in the way you might think from yeah. you know the Soviet Union. <laughs> but it's not that I expect like every movie from the Soviet Union is going to be like basically you know somebody being like the Soviet Union's terrible. Like, but oh, it was yeah. more of for the fact that it was so popular outside of the Soviet Union. Uh-huh. There was I think there was an expectation from me that. That because it would probably become popular outside because of the fact that it's like, isn't communism bad? <laughs> I feel like it's just it's hard not to, whenever making anything, it's it's hard not to reference like current things, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um so the fact that they didn't, I think, is kind of kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's interesting. And because of that, it kind of makes it more timeless, you know. Not yeah. that this movie is like, oh yeah, fucking <laughs> It's a, such a timeless film. It's not really that timeless. <laughs> I mean, sure. I, I'd say the the most that I could think of is what, of like where this movie is just uh, understandable why it got so big is like uh, I think I think I feel like this kind of story was very or this kind this kind of film was very big in the seventies. Yeah, you know, like what it that felt like, like really simple insular like character study kind of film. Yeah. Yeah, you know what it kind of felt like to me? It kind of felt what? like a really, really long Twilight Zone episode. Yeah. Like 100%. even the way it ends. That. Even the way it ends is super Twilight yeah. Zone. <laughs> that the ending is super Twilight Zone. And Twilight 100%. Zone was was old, old, wasn't it? Wasn't it, was it like fifties? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they got some inspiration from it, but like it felt super Twilight Zone <laughs> at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> no, I never even thought of that, but now that you say it, it, it literally feels like a Twilight Zone. Episode. Oh, dude, I'm a huge Twilight Zone fucking fan. I haven't watched it in a long yeah. time though, but it's I haven't watched it in a it's, while. It's as well. great. It's so good for any type of science fiction and like I guess you could say people would consider it horror. It's definitely more science fiction though. It's more sci-fi. It's like science fiction, horror, political commentary. Oh yeah, all there the is. Same, there all is, in the yeah. same show. Uh, yeah. If you, like, I don't know if there's any younger people out there uh, listening to us. And I mean by younger, I mean like Zoomers. Um, and <laughs> if you if you guys like Black Mirror, because Black Mirror is very cool, you would definitely, definitely yeah. love Twilight Zone for sure. Black Mirror is somebody's because like obviously that Twilight Zone reboot kind of didn't go anywhere. Oh yeah, I heard uh, about that. I didn't watch it either. <laughs> um, but people said like because basically Black Black Mirror is already that. It is, and it's for so like good. our generation. Yeah, it the the twilight like we already have a Twilight Zone. Uh huh. It's called Black Mirror. Yeah. As much as I don't really care that much for Black Mirror, I I like it a lot. I think it's cool. I don't, I don't, I don't, it's just everything. Every time I watch an episode, I go, this is just a bit too on the nose. Well, sometimes it can be a bit too on the nose. I like it when they do their other stuff, you know, that's not trying to reference current times, but like the shit that kind of like takes a bit of a further glance out into more of a dystopian future. I kind of like that. Um, like that weird. I, I preferred the, the one that I enjoyed the most was, and to be fair, I, I watched it for the specific reason of 
what it was, which is the episode where they were just making fun of Star Trek. Um, I can't remember that one. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was like season three. It also has the mother from How I Met Your Mother, which is also why I watched it. I was like, it's got Star Trek and the mother. Let's do it. Oh, dude, I don't remember. I don't remember that one at all. Yeah, it's like this guy who he's built like a, a VR world. Um, and uh, like, yeah, but all the people in it, like the, the, the AIs like are aware when he's not around. And also he like basically abuses them all the time because he's like, well, what's the consequences? It's all just video games. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, basically exploring like people who use escapism to do the kind of unhealthy, awful things that. Wait, what the fuck? They, I don't think I've seen were. that. I oh, really? I want to watch that one. Hold on. I mean, I thought I saw all of it. This doesn't sound familiar at all. No. Uh, let me see. Episode guide. Season three, I want to say. No. Let's try season four. I don't think there yeah. is a season four. Season four, four the USS Callister. I need to see this because I don't think I've seen that one. It's very good. It's very entertaining. It sounds like it. Yeah, the because on that top I of all that political commentary, it's also just making fun of Star Trek, like OG Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, let me see what the fuck. I, I really like the one where it was a uh, the fucking what's his name? Uh, the guy who plays as uh the the fucking the new uh the new Captain America. I forget his name. Oh yeah, he's on like the cover thing for. I haven't seen that one. Is that a, it's a newer one, isn't it? Oh, there's a season. No, I have watched season five. Okay, season four. Oh, the USS Callister. Yes, yeah. I have seen that one. That one is actually pretty funny. Um, yeah. But yeah, no the 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 one with the dude from who plays the new the new Captain America. Uh, yeah. That one is actually pretty fucking funny uh, and interesting too because it's like a. It's a video game, right? But they they could like put their bodies into it somehow, and him okay. and him and his friend end up like having like tons of fucking weird like sex, and it's so weird, dude. What? Like, yeah, dude, it's so weird. You gotta watch it. It's funny though, um, especially the arrangement they come to at the end. It's it's because like they, the his buddy there they play this fighting game together, right? And his buddy okay. uh, chooses like a female fighting character because he likes her moves or whatever, um, but they end up. And and then he chooses like a male fighting character. They end up fighting, you know, but they find out they they end up finding out that they could fuck inside that game, and they end up fucking <laughs> right, <clears throat> and they could feel basically all the pleasure that they would feel, you know, yeah. if they were actually doing that. Um, obviously, though, pain is toned down in order to handle a situation like that for fighting, um, but the pleasure is like way up, and eventually they get out of the game and and they they. They try to do it in real life. They're like, dude, are we just gay? Like they they have this whole fucking <laughs> Yeah, they have this whole like issue in their head, this this dilemma. And then they try to kiss each other and they're like, nah, man, get the fuck away from me. I'm not gay. <laughs> and then they go back into the game and start fucking again. It's so fucking weird, dude. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. It's a good one. Yeah, that seems odd. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's probably my second favorite one. <laughs> but yeah, I, I like Black Mirror. I think Black Mirror is pretty good. Uh, obviously, not all their episodes are great. When they get too yeah. political, it's a bit. I, I think I think that. Kind and of also, I think it. my main problem with Black Mirror is I'm basically just watching a movie. Oh yeah, some episode. of them can be really fucking long. They can be long and like, and that's I yeah. It's because they're long, so it basically feels like I'm watching a movie. So mm. I kind of just go, 
Well, I don't. I thought I was watching a TV show. I'll just watch a movie then. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you ever watch uh, Bandersnatch? I did watch Bandersnatch. Yeah. Did you? Did you try? Or, to uh, technically, I played, played Bandersnatch. It, yeah. Did you play through all uh, of the like options? Uh, I played through like a few. Yeah, I went. Uh, I went through trying to get all of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I didn't do that. Like, I I did. Uh, I'm I'm happy to like do like the thing that is what I would have chosen. Mm. I think the only thing that I did that was weird or like, or, or that was like, I didn't realize that you can, when, when you get to a certain point, it basically forces you to go back. It's because you've made the wrong decision. Mm. So I thought that was just kind of in like the game and yeah. not that I fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was about it. It was, it was all right. Um, like, I, I do I do remember when I told my father about it. Yeah. And he was like, Oh yeah, I, I tried watching that. It was really boring. And I was like, <laughs> a what was really adventure. boring about it? Yeah. And I was like, Well, what was so boring about it? And he was like, Well, it just got to a certain point where it just stayed on a screen for like two minutes and like nothing was happening. <laughs> he didn't choose anything. <laughs> he didn't he didn't realize it's a game where you had to choose something. So he just saw as like the somebody was like, what do you want for breakfast? And That's there's just so funny. two options show up and it's just the dad staring straight down the fucking camera lens. Oh man, that's really fucking funny. <laughs> oh your dad. Your dad is precious, you know that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh he's just he's just, it's just uh, it's just old people. Sorry uh, dad. <laughs> no no it's fine. It's just you know he didn't know it was a choose your own adventure. He's used yeah. to the book kind of choose your own adventures. I, I can't imagine that. It, like, I think it would be pretty odd if you had no idea, and then you just put the <laughs> you, you get you get the remote, you press play, you put it down. Yeah, that'd you have be no weird. idea what the fuck's going on. Like, yeah. I went into it obviously knowing like it's like it you know probably said choose your own adventure, but you know that would probably mean nothing to somebody who doesn't even realize movies can do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be super weird. Um, I think it's funny after the success of, of Bandersnatch, it was like they really tried to push that interactive uh, movie viewing or whatever. There was like there was yeah there was a bunch of things that were taken. There was like there was even a Minecraft one. Oh like, yeah, I, I I watched the Minecraft one. If I'm being honest, really was it? How was it? Yeah, uh, it wasn't very good. I, I mean, I figured was, I didn't even want to give it a it, shot. <laughs> it's very childish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not just because it was Minecraft, mm-hmm. uh, but it was just it was generally pretty childish. Yeah, um, I forget who was in it because there was like famous people in it. I think. Oh, really? It like, feels like it actors. would. It feels like it would be basically like very obvious. Uh, this is the bad route. This is the good route. I don't. I don't remember. Too. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. who was the famous person in it. It was Patton Oswalt. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't even know who that is. Oh, and Ashley Johnson. Yeah, those names so did like, not ring a bell to me. Um, they're uh, uh, very prolific voice actors. Uh, I don't, I'm, I'm probably, surprised that Patton Oswalt doesn't ring a bell. Well, I mean, if I heard their voice, I'd be like, oh, it's that guy. I just don't know the names. Oh, yeah. If if you heard Patton Oswalt's voice, you would go, oh, you mean the voice of every person I've ever heard in an animated thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, probably. Um, well, man, I think we Let's got see, hold that... On. Uh, what? Oh, I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you a you link. Send me a Patton Oswalt thing. I'm gonna send you a pat. This is probably the famous thing that Patton Oswalt has said. This is from an actual live action thing. You've probably oh, seen guy? this. I've seen him. Yeah, he's the voice actor. But like, yeah, if you listen to his voice, you will go, "Oh yeah, I've heard his voice in like every 
every animated thing ever. Yeah, I have. I have. He he does do a lot yeah. of voice acting. I've heard his voice in a bunch of things, including the guy who was in last week's movie. Um, the fucking the big uh, the big movie executive. The big, what, the big movies. Oh, in 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 uh, in, in Barton, Barton Fink. Fink. Yeah. What was that guy in? That dude's done voice acting shit too. Like I a mean, lot. probably he did just sound like generic uh, New York man number five. What? No, he didn't. Hold on. It was uh, Michael Lerner was the exec. Or were you talking about the other screenwriter guy? He no, was pretty, no, he was Michael Michael Lerner for sure. Or not other screenwriter, but yeah. Um, I'm almost positive he's been a voice actor in a shit ton of things too. That's the actor. Um, it doesn't look like it. Oh, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Never mind. I'm just a g- g- gosh dang fool. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, no. Um, what's it called? Our ratings I are fives. Oh yeah, fives. Yeah, five. Yeah, it's gonna be five. Five sound about right to me. Um, definitely would not watch this movie again. Uh, am I glad I did? Well, I didn't know about this movie <laughs> until you told me about it, so no. But <laughs> you knew about this movie beforehand. Yeah. So, are you glad that you finally watched it? I'm. I am glad that I finally crossed it off my watch. Yeah, list. Off your watch list. Yeah, that's good. Uh, I'm upset that it wasn't at least like, huh, I can see why that was famous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it just felt like uh, it just felt like it was famous because it was a Soviet movie. <laughs> I well, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It was I just I, I could understand, like I said, if I think if you took the first 45 minutes out, it probably would have been a six, if not maybe a seven. Mm. But I think it was just because it took so long for anything to happen. Like once he got on the space station, I was like, okay, at least things are happening now yeah i felt like like, uh yeah even if those things were boring and i wasn't too interested in them i could still be like well things are happening so cool well my my biggest problem with this movie is that it's russian and fuck russians no i'm kidding (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding uh russian people are fine just fuck your government but yeah 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 um yeah no that was a that was interesting that was interesting for sure so for the next week Yep, yep. I will be suggesting a movie that I'm super excited for because I love anything uh, fucking David Lynch. Oh, God, be, yeah. I, just, I just, I was like, what are we going to watch? And then I remembered. Yeah, dude, <laughs> David Lynch, fucking 1990. Uh, wow, this is a two hour movie, like full two hours. Yeah. Uh, Wild at Heart, starring uh, <sighs> Nicolas Cage, Laura Dern. And Willem Dafoe, I think it's interesting. Laura, that name comes up a lot when you watch David Finch or David David Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Laura Dern. Yeah, he's, he he uh, uses Laura Dern in a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dude, I like I I always kind of like it when. Oh yeah, she was in Blue Velvet too. Uh, yeah, I always kind of like it when uh, directors use actors a lot because it always Same. just feels like I I like. You know, maybe yeah. I, I, you know, I'm not saying the first movie they do together is probably going to be bad, but like the longer they work together, you know, you just have a director who knows exactly how to direct an actor. They know how to get certain performances out of them. 
the the actor is going to feel comfortable on set because they know the director. They know what the director is expecting from them. They yeah. have a good relationship. So when they're trying to explore what they want to do with the director, they're, they're going to have a little bit of a better and easier time. Like, yeah. It just makes a situation where you can probably pull the best from both creatives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's, I like that too. Uh, when when the actors are familiar with working with those directors. So yeah. it looks like it's actually uh, based off of a novel, too. Wild at Heart, the story of Sailor and Lula. So um, that's interesting. I didn't know that. But I'm, I'm extremely excited about this shit. Fucking love these guys. Love these people. I'm going to see if my... <laughs> See if my wife wants to watch this with me since it has uh, Nicolas Cage and she loves Nicolas Cage. So should be good. Should be fucking good. It was nominated for an Oscar, actually. Well, okay. That's yeah. surprising. Speaking of uh, Oscars. <laughs> oh, my God. It's got Crispin Glover as well. Crispin Glover? Why does that sound so familiar? Who the fuck? Because uh, he's the guy who plays anyone who's supposed to be creepy. Hold on. He's a George McFly. That's who you know him from. Uh oh oh yeah 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 okay okay that's interesting you like that actor a lot I just think he's just he's uh I mean I don't like him a lot it's just more of he always plays really creepy man so he typically does yeah I wonder what kind yeah. of character he's gonna play in this knowing knowing it's David Lynch uh and knowing I'm trying this to isn't what it's from but I'm fairly certain I've heard the expression that's like Crispin Glover creepy. <laughs> What? That's funny. Um, I don't think he's that creepy though. Like I never, he never gives me like his his creepiness doesn't feel that creepy to me. I feel like uh, I mean, who's that guy from from the Warriors? Hold on, I need to look him up. I'm fairly certain in in the Charlie's Angels films, he's referred to as creepy thin man. He is. He is referred to that. Yeah, yeah that that is his. Uh, I think that's his credits name. Is it? <laughs> Let me take a look. I think it is. Yeah, I really don't think he uh, has a name. Uh, it just says Thin Man. Oh, Thin not Man, creepy, not Creepy Thin, thin man. man. Damn it, it should have been maybe Creepy I'm, Thin maybe Man. Maybe I'm adding the creepy myself. <laughs> no, no, the, that's a line in the movie. I think it's uh, okay. Lucy Liu says Creepy Thin Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God, I didn't know. Oh, this is the second one. Hold on, I want to see about the first one. What? Was directed, the second one was directed by Mick G. Mick G, who's that? Yeah. He's just a, uh, he, he's, he's a producer on uh, Supernatural. I know that. Oh, it, is uh, he? Just because... Every time his name showed, like his name showed up, I noticed it. Like nobody else's name I ever saw, but like it would be like all the credits happening after the after the the theme song would happen, and then all of a sudden it was just like produced by Mick G. And I'd be Mick like, oh fuck, G. that guy's that guy's name just keeps popping up. But no, he also directed the first one. What's his name? <sighs> Director the first one of what? Charlie's Angels. Charlie's Angel. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but yeah. Mick G. Wow, he does not look what you'd expect of a person named Mick G. Like how does how does that look? How does what does a person like that look like? Uh, he's a ginger man with oh. like, uh, like a like a stubble. In the picture, these guys, he's got like a stubble goatee, where he doesn't have a goatee, but he just has like five o'clock shadow over just the goatee area. Okay, so he looks like uh, he looks like what's his name? Um, the guy who sings I'm in love with the shape of you. Yeah, uh, sure. What the fuck is yeah. that guy's name? Ed Sheeran. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, he, no, he does like, not look like Ed Sheeran. His okay. name is Joseph McGinty Nic- uh, Nickel. 
wow, no wonder why he just goes by Mick G. Mick G. <laughs> My name's Mick G, man. That's a that's a fucking mouthful, man. Yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird. I I don't know why I'm so interested in this this jet fucking random person. <laughs> yeah. So anyhow, uh, yeah, Wild at Heart, 1990. Nicholas, goddamn fucking Cage. Yeah, the best, the one and only. You put some respect on that name. Respect. Yeah, put some respect on that. And fucking, oh god, I was so excited for that shit, dude. I can't wait to watch it. I might watch it twice before, uh, just because it's you know you know who the director is. <laughs> yeah, uh, David Lunch. David David Lunch. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? David Lunch. It's David Lunch. I got. I probably. I'm. I might watch it twice just to, just to fucking do it. So, <sighs> just to see, come come into the podcast with big brain mode on. I know. will likely watch it Sunday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I might watch. I'm probably gonna watch it Saturday, um, and then maybe Sunday. We'll see. To be fair, uh, today was a was a, a like fucking lot of movie day because I watched. I woke up at eight and mm-hmm. I watched. Oh, my microphone just fell over. <laughs> uh, today I watched um, just to ruin the illusion for everybody. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know you said to keep the light. No, that's all right. No. Sorry. Um, today I watched Barton Fink and Solaris one after the other. Mm-hmm. So that was that was a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. That is a especially lot since of movie. I'll be honest. Especially because I kind of found both of them a little boring. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, like, fuck. And they're both a little boring. That's just it's a lot of it's a lot of boringness going on and, there. And uh, when Barton Fink ended, I was like, oh, thank God, I'm gonna you know, I'm gonna watch this one now. <laughs> you thought a, it was gonna be better. Probably gonna be a lot more exciting or a lot more interesting, you know? Yeah, but it's a and then fucking uh, almost three hour movie of not interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully next week. I mean, we've never been disappointed with David Lynch. I just want to say he's never disappointed me at least. Uh, but I'm down. I, I can't wait for next week. <laughs> um, I can wait. You can wait. <laughs> it's, it's just, it's just, it's just, it, it, the thing is it's Nicholas, uh, Nicholas Cage mm. with probably what I would imagine is like the perfect person to, direct Nicholas Cage. I agree. So I'm actually like probably fine, going to be fine with it. It's just, I have to give, I just have to give him shit. (laughs) Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It's Nick Cage. He's a fucking, he's infamous. (laughs) He is infamous. But yeah. All right, man. Well, I guess we will uh, see you guys on the, on the next one. Yeah, we'll go and uh, give it a call there. Yeah. Bye. See you.